Hey, Kat. Hey, Jess. How you. are you? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> you're like, you're pointing at me. You're like, I got you first. <laughs> Finger guns. <laughs> Finger, <laughs> Finger guns. Oh, my gosh. How are you? I am getting over being sick, so I am extra nasally and congested, so I sound wonderful. Um, All the fun stuff. But I can actually breathe today, kind of. So. Hey, <laughs> It's a plus. I feel like everybody was sick over Thanksgiving. Like, Zach was sick oh. over Thanksgiving. We didn't even do anything. Really? Yeah. yeah. No, I agree, though. But I think I got sick because of my brother, so... <laughs> 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 he flew all the way from Chicago just to get you sick. I'm blaming him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. Thanks. How are you doing? I'm getting ready for Mexico. So oh, yeah. when this one airs, I'll be in Mexico. Um, Drink some margaritas for me. Right. I'm pretty stoked for all the margs to come. Yes, please. Oh. Little getaway, little getaway with my dad and my sister. So it'll nice. be fun. Yeah. Cool. Well, what are we, <sighs> what are we talking about today? What's gonna so, bum us out? <laughs> what's gonna? What did you say? I said, what's gonna bum us out? <laughs> what's gonna bum us out? What's gonna make us sad? What's sad about this one is that there's nobody. <gasps> Right, so like, oh. I mean, I guess if you're new to true crime, what that means is um, that this is essentially a missing person, but she's been missing so long, they're assuming she's died. That is that is really sad. Yeah, so that's why this one's bummed. So I... Forewarning, yeah. you're going to be bummed, so... <laughs> you're going to be bummed, and you're definitely going to want to stay inside, so... Cool. Okay. Let's All right, let's go. do it. <laughs> Today, I'm going to talk about Sierra Lamar. Sierra Lamar is a super cute, social, 15-year-old high school cheerleader. So, like, she's 15, she's young, she's cute, she's fun, all the stuff. Sierra was born and raised in Fremont, California, but recently moved to Morgan Hill, California when her parents got a divorce because that's where her mom moved to. Just kind of, like, fresh start going out to a different part of California. Do you know where? Like, north, south? middle um california is so big i was just curious morgan hill california is about an hour away from fremont like to the south okay yes cool so on friday march 16th 2012 and she wakes up getting ready for school just like like every other day every other 15 year old ever getting up getting ready for school so her alarm goes off at like 6 a.m um she starts getting ready And around 7.15, she takes this, like, picture of herself, like, just like a, like a, like a selfie, like, hey, look, like an OTD kind of thing. Like, here I am. Yeah. Love those. I take those all the time. (laughs) You do take those all the time. Okay, but you're always so cute. You dress up so often. Like, yeah, you do that. I don't dress up, so there's no reason for me to do it. 
so yeah, she snaps her picture of her of her outfit and then um, starts on her walk that is a few blocks to her unofficial bus stop. I say unofficial because basically she lives around no other stops. So this stop is like for her. And oh, wow. the lots around her are kind of vacant. So it, it's literally just for her. Oh, damn. So yeah. like literally sounds like middle of nowhere, essentially. Well, so my bus stop when I was younger was also just for me because it was a new development. And oh, I think that's okay. kind of, like, I think it's like a new development. And like, we were the first house on the whole, like, block. So, you know, like, gotcha. that's more what I'm imagining because like, it's California. That or it's like a small area where there's not many people that have kids her age or whatever. True. So. True. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm imagining. Um, okay, so, like, she's getting ready for school, walks out the door, starts walking to the bus stop. Well, her mom, Marlene, is already off to work and had been sending her, like, text messages throughout the morning. Basically, like, reminders of, like, hey, when you get home, do this, 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 like, chores and things. Yeah. Like, typical thing of a mom to do, to, like, text chores, like, especially if she gets home before her. I get it. I Exactly. A lot of times my mom texted me to, like, start dinner. Right, like if you, hey, like start the dishwasher, put the dishes away, like, you know, whatever. So, yeah, basically all she's doing. And at this point, you know, she's not really getting a response from Sierra, but she's like, okay, what, you mean, she's, she's fine, whatever, she's just busy talking to her friends, being social, because that's what she does. Mm -hmm. Well, Marlene gets off work at like 3.45 p.m. And at that point, she calls Sierra because she still hadn't heard from her all day. Oh, wow. Which... You know, it kind of turns from, like, okay, she's busy to, okay, are you okay? You know, like, it turns, like, like the meaning of, like, what I'm calling you for shifts a little bit. Yeah. I know if I don't text my mom back in, like, 30 minutes, she's calling me immediately, like, what are you doing? Same. Are you okay? Like, freaking out. Yeah. Same. Also, me and my mom, growing up, whenever my mom would, like, drop me off somewhere, she and I always had a, like, code word or phrase that we would either text or call each other, like, if if I need to be picked up no questions asked yeah 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 Yeah. I think she's just starting to freak out like a mom would you know like you haven't I haven't heard from you all day which my mom would absolutely be losing it by that point yeah Yeah. honestly I can't even imagine my mom getting to 3 45 p.m without hearing from me and being okay with it right but like here nor there this is this is where Marlene (laughs) is with Sierra so this is where they're at 3 45 still hasn't heard from her and so she calls her. Sierra doesn't pick up the phone. Like, there's still no answer. No reply to the text messages. And so at this point, she's obviously trying to get home as quick as she can to, like, go be like, Sierra, why aren't you answering your phone? When she gets home, she realizes that Sierra's not home. Fuck. So then, obviously, significantly more frantic, she makes her way to the school. Like, that's where my kid's supposed to be. Yeah. And supposed to have been all day. So she gets to the school, and when she's there, the school tells her, like, oh, like, she wasn't here all day. Shit. Oh, my God. Which, like, what a miss from the school. Like, you're supposed to have my kid, and you don't. And you don't even, like... Like, if there's not, like... Well, normally what would happen in school when we were growing up is if, like no one marked us absent or no one called us in like we were going to be out or whatever mm-hmm. they would call and see what's happening yeah and that's so so i know 
that like where I'm from, like in the Austin school area, like if you miss homeroom, you're you get your house, your mom, whatever, like primary contact gets like an automated call, like your child so and so missed school today right. or something. Right. Like something as simple as that. Right. Nothing. But something. Yeah, but it is something. Marlene got nothing. But anyway, her mom's her mom's at the school and the school's like, I don't have your kid. So then she obviously decides, okay, it's time to call the police. My daughter is actually missing. Yeah. Like, how surreal to, like, be at your kid's school saying, like, my kid's missing. So, that's mm, terrifying. Yes. Like, pit in stomach. Right. Exactly. <sighs> so, of course, the very first thing that the police do is figure out when they last... When she was last seen. So they pull the footage from the bus to see that if she had actually made it to the bus that day um, and had been taken to school grounds. You know, like, did she make it to school, basically? Okay. But the footage shows that she she never got to the bus. Like, the bus never picked her up from the bus stop. And how far away was the bus stop from her house? It's, like, up the street. Shit. Like a short walk, yeah. Um... And so from that, like, we already know that she was taken on her way, f- like, in between her house and the bus stop. I mean, would she have run away just playing devil's advocate? I don't think so, just because, like, she was new to that area. Like, okay. there wouldn't really right. be anybody for her to run away with, you know? Right. So, I don't I don't think that that was on anybody's mind. I don't, I didn't read anything that said that, but I wouldn't think okay. so either. Um, so also, so just to do the due diligence, you know, the police, like, go back on the footage from the bus stop for the last couple of days to see if there's anything, like, suspicious, like, like, people, like, lurking or anything like that, and, and they don't find anything. It's not till the next day that they are searching that they find Sierra's phone. Oh, shit. But, like, I mean, like, it's great that they found her phone. Yeah, but where is she? <laughs> But honestly, there was nothing on the phone. And on the third day of the search, when the search seems like expanding, you know, like getting like greater in like, mm-hmm. I don't know, mass magnitude. of land. Yeah, yeah magnitude. <laughs> there we go. Okay. <laughs> the magnitude to where they're basically like a few miles away from Sierra's house now. And in the expanded search, they get to this like shed. And right outside the shed, wedged between a cactus, they find Sierra's black bag. <gasps> Oh my god. In the bag is her jeans, shoes. <gasps> that she was wearing? The, yes. And a San Jose sweatshirt that she had been wearing in the selfie she'd taken in the morning before no. school. Oh. Poor baby. Mm-hmm. I know. Sorry, my mind just goes straight to the gutter. Right. Ugh. Like like her clothes that she was wearing that day, like are no yeah. longer on her. Yeah. Yeah, that's very sad. Yeah. Um, And they took all the clothes, obviously, for DNA testing, just in case they could get a single clue for, like, where, what What happened. happened. Any idea. Why are her clothes not on her right now? Right. The first, like, glimmer of good news comes from this case since the day that Sierra was missing. They actually found DNA on her clothes. Hers or someone else? Somebody else's. Oh, shit. It's actually a match for a 21-year-old with a felony assault charge from 2009. That lived seven miles from Sierra's house. 
What the hell was he doing by her house then? Right. Ugh. So it matched. His name is Antolin Garcia Torres. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 21-year-old Antolin Garcia Torres. So immediately the police start to watch Antolin and have him under a 24-hour surveillance. Good. He lives in Maple Leaf RV Park in a trailer mm. with his mom, and he drives a red Jetta Volkswagen. Okay. Or is it Volkswagen Jetta? Whatever. Either way. So, I know, right? So when they're looking over security tapes of the park, they, so, I mean, obviously they get security camera footage from the park. When they're looking over it, they see him leaving his house the day that Sierra was taken, 15 minutes before Sierra was supposed to be leaving for the bus stop. Oh, shit. Right. Like, sus. Sus as hell. Oh, this had to be, like, premeditated, like. Right. Like, this also, like, weird. Yeah. I mean, How do they I know each other? You... <laughs> right. Right. Unless he, like, stalked her or something. Potentially. Ugh. Um, so, obviously, it... after they see that, they're like, okay, we have to bring him in for questioning. Yeah. So, LOL at this. At first, he starts telling this story about how he left that morning to go on a solo fishing trip. And that nobody, you know, went with him. And so there's nobody to corroborate his story. But that's what he was doing that day. No. Bullshit. Right. (laughs) There's no way. So the police obviously know. Like, what are the the odds? Like, you're obviously full of BS right now. And so after he's done telling his entire made-up story, the police basically are like, why was your DNA in Sierra's bag? Like, they, like, tell me the truth right now. Right, yeah. So, this is disgusting, but he basically answers saying that he would, I don't know, <laughs> he would pleasure himself in his car, <gasps> clean himself with the tissue, and then just toss it out the window, and then that must have ended up on Sierra's bag. Like, no. all of these... Like, oh, no. <laughs> your face is exactly my face when I when I saw that. I was like, "What? That's disgusting." For one, and for two, why tell another lie that just sounds sounds made up, sounds fake? Okay, like how would how would that even how? Because no, right. um, no. that's not like he threw the tissue out and she was walking by. Like not happening, no. right? Or it's definitely not like she would pick up the tissue or something. Right. Absolutely not. All of this is so, was like, it... you have to be kidding me. So the DNA was, like, sperm? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Now, yeah. I mean, my suspicions were just confirmed by that, but, ugh. What an idiot. Does he really yeah. think they believe this? <laughs> right. Like, do... <laughs> I don't know. Like, honestly, though, anybody that's willing to say that probably isn't a normal person anyway. Yeah. So, after, you know, while this is happening, the police obviously also got, like, a warrant to search his car. Okay. Um, They, I guess, had a witness come forward saying that they saw a red car near Sierra's bus stop that morning. So, they were like, okay, that fits. 
So they go and they search his car. Quickly, they find Sierra's hair wrapped around rope in the trunk and her fingerprints on the rear door handle. Oh my god. Like, you're not even smart enough to, to like, clean. Guilty as fuck. Right. The smoking gun leads to his arrest on May 21st of 2012. So, like, it was honestly a really quick turnaround between her going missing and his arrest. So that's... Good. A good... That's good, right? Yeah. Um, he was charged with murder and kidnapping. Um, as per expected, the 21-year-old pled not guilty and continued to say that he did not know who Sierra was. Like, he was like, it was not me. I don't know her. Zero chance. Look at that evidence, bud. Right. The hell? When the... Well, his mom was also like, no, it wasn't him. Of course. Which, I mean, of course, like, your mom's gonna say that. But, like... Of course. He was pretty adamant. Like, it wasn't me. When the trial started January of 2017, it was made known that in 2009... Antlin was actually in trouble for trying to kidnap three separate women from a Safeway parking lot. Shut up. Yes. So, this wouldn't necessarily be his first little toe dip in kidnapping. Yeah, this is his M.O. Right. At this point. Exactly. Yes. On May 5th, 2017, after only two days of deliberation, the jury came back with their guilty verdict. Um, and Antolin was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Hell yeah. Good. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, to this day, Antolin's family still says that he's innocent and didn't do this to Sierra. Uh, but also and- to this day, Sierra's body hasn't been found. Yeah, I was just gonna ask, have, like, there's, like, no leads, like, he hasn't come clean about anything? Nope. There was one thing that I was reading. He taught, he has basically responded back to, I think, like, one reporter and has been like, it's not me. Like, that was his answer to her question is, like, whatever you're thinking, it's it's not me. I didn't do this. So someone framed him then? Like, what? I know. <laughs> like, who's who's hopping in your Jetta to go frame you? Like, no, bro. It just makes no uh, sense. That's so but it's also sad. terrible. Like, you're already in prison for life. Tell her family where she is that's so terrible exactly yeah so but that makes me want to stay inside because yeah seems like a random kidnapping want to protect children like a lot i don't have any yet but (laughs) we can protect me want to be a helicopter parent (laughs) right no kidding yeah that's really sad it's guys sad. and hopefully eventually if, her family gets some kind of closure i was gonna say yeah i was gonna say if you're young and you still live with your parents like have a code word or a code phrase with them or even your friends to let them know if something's awry where you're at have them track your locations i have like cat you track my location i do you're the only florida person that pops up <laughs> Not that she would know anywhere that I am, but no. I could be like, actually, I saw Jess slightly north of where she normally is. Yeah, <laughs> like... yeah, but just take precautions and be safe. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. Stranger danger, also. Right, icky. He's yeah. he's obviously icky. So obviously, yeah, but... yeah. Definitely staying inside from that craziness. Right. 
Right. Okay. Oh. But that was that's that's it. That is a that's a story of Sierra Lamar. That's sad. I hope I hope someday that they find her body, or that he tells them where she is. Right. Uh if you guys wanna reach out, email us, talk to us, whatever. Email us at stayinsidepod <laughs> at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at stayinsidepodcast. Follow us on Twitter at stayinsidepod. We hope you guys keep listening. Yep. Stay stay tuned for more. Stay tuned for more reasons to stay inside. <laughs> I, I don't know it. if I say. <laughs> Okay, bye. Okay, bye.